Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. At Bright Vibe, we believe everyone deserves to be happy. But in today's world, everywhere you turn, there is division and negativity. At Bright Vibe, we have created a global movement to bring 8 million people together who are inspired to live bright, live bold, and share bright vibes. Alone, it can be hard to change, but together we can change the world. Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. Well, Jamie Coleman, welcome to the show today. So happy to have you on. Thank you. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yes, we had a good little chat in the pre-show. You've got lots of great stuff to talk about, but you, you primarily coach business owners, businesses, and, but business owners specifically, and, and small business owners, if I'm correct, right? On kind of yeah. how, how to live a more fulfilling, a more purposeful life. Is mm-hmm. that, would that be a fair, accurate statement? It is. Yeah. And like more specifically, like helping someone who just really feels like on their heart, they're called to do something more. They want to leave a legacy. And so I really help them become that attractive character in their business and really build up their movement with it, with a tribe. And I, I like to speak to podcasting as a really good method to do this with while they build a lifestyle that they love. Hmm, I love it. I love it. And we've talked a little bit about that. You're uh, kind of building the lifestyle that you want and you do primarily work with business owners. So how did you, yeah. uh, you were, you were and are a business owner, but before you were coaching others on business, kind of what, what got you started in business? Why is your, why do you have such a passion for business? Yeah. Oh, I love, I love entrepreneurship so much. So when I was 15 years old, I, I really, I was never the person who knew what I wanted to be when I grew up ever. Like my friends knew, they knew where they were going to go to school. They had that all figured out. And I just, I had no idea. And I remember they were all at their own jobs. You know, picture like middle school, high school jobs, (laughs) like you're slinging coffees at like McDonald's or, you know, whatever you're doing, working at the movie theater. And I was not doing that. I was actually, it started out as like dumpster diving for automotive parts. (laughs) Yeah, it was very, it was very diving Like, like at a salvage yard or something. When you say dumpster diving (laughs) for automotive parts, where are you going to find automotive and why on earth are you? wanting automotive parts. I've not, I've not heard of this as a career or a profession. I didn't see that on any technical training job thing boards I saw. So what, where are you diving? Yeah. It, so it's not as like, um, maybe gross as it sounds. So I was working for this company and we were going around to different car dealerships and we were putting mm. brand new products on the cars. And what was happening is the takeoffs were when the guys would go back to the shop to refill their product after a long days of day's work, Mm -hmm. they would just be throwing the products away in the dumpster right outside. And so they had some in a warehouse, but I didn't really have access to those at that point. They owned those. There was Mm -hmm. a whole warehouse full of them. And so what I would do is just go in the dumpster. I'm like, these are going to be thrown out. Like, first off, I'm environmentally friendly. I don't like to see that. And Mm -hmm. second off was like, Hey, let's just throw them up on eBay for 99 cents and see what happens. And I just remember like sitting there with my family and my phone was going like cha-ching, 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 cha-ching all night long. And stuff was getting bid up like crazy. Like I, I got this stuff for free and it was selling for like 50 bucks here, 75 bucks here, $120 for a set. Uh, and then I started branching out with other things like Jeep Wrangler grills and mirror covers and that stuff. And, and those were selling for a lot more, like hundreds, hundreds, right? So, so and so and, I, I'm like, whoa. And so, and so you're taking those off wrecked vehicles or damaged vehicles is what you're doing with the, I'm, I'm just asking, yeah. like a Jeep grill, yeah. you're taking that off something that's been totaled. And so you're taking the grill off. Is that what you're doing or is it different? No, no different. So like, let's say like you're going to go to a car dealership and mm-hmm. let's say there's two Chevy dealerships in this single town. What mm-hmm. Chevy will do is actually add aftermarket products to their truck just mm-hmm. to make it like 
stand yeah, out yeah, more right. yeah, yeah. than mm-hmm. the other trucks. So yeah, what was happening though is like, let's say they put on chrome mirror covers, they would take uh-huh. the old ones off. And so then I had the opportunity to start selling those products that were still, they look brand new. Brand new. Some they of them came brand off new. brand yeah. new trucks. Wow. So here I'm, I'm the only one on eBay with the selection of any of these products. And so they were just selling like hotcakes. Um, and so that's actually Crazy. a business I was running up until I would say like last year, I was still what? running it. Yeah. Yeah. So this was something I, I and did you're for older a than, long you're, time. And you're older than 16, I'm assuming, because you told me yeah. you had a baby. So I'm assuming yeah. that you're in your something older than 20. Um, yeah, I'm 29. <laughs> 29. 29. Okay. okay. You're yeah. still young. You're very young, but tw- so you're 29, but up until last year you were still, and were dealerships still throwing this stuff away? Yeah. But I wasn't dumpster diving anymore. Like I have warehouses. And so like what was happening is I would find people to like do more of the operation side. So like when I was on Maui for two years, like I had people in place to go ship for me. And so really all I was doing was working for like an hour a week, just like making sure stuff was getting done. Um, and so that's where like at that age, right. It showed me, Hey, like you don't have to go do what you would not like to do, uh, in terms of like a job just to make money. My friends, I hope this is okay to say it's not true. They were like, Jamie, are you a drug dealer? (laughs) Well, it was basically better than selling drugs because you had no cost of product. Right. I mean, it was just, yeah, it, it was just, I mean, it's almost like the DAV or, or some goodwill or something, right. You were just getting these products for free. And then I'm just wondering, I think you should just coach a whole program just on this. I think people would pay you money just to figure out how to do what you just talked about. Well, and that's, that's really where I started coaching. Honestly, it's like, I started, Hey, you're a mom. You want to be able to stay home with your kids, but also make extra money without like feeling like you have to make sacrifices. And so I, I taught them how to basically thrift and resell because I couldn't really, I, not necessarily like teach them how to find this exact product. Cause they didn't have like the connections that I did, but right. it was, Hey, how do you go and thrift and then be able to sell it for hire and, and make money on eBay. And so that's really right. Oh. So it was like the $500 eBay weekend challenge is like oh, kind nice. of where it started there. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. fun. Well, that's a lot of fun. So well, I could just have a whole <laughs> podcast with you just on how to actually do that. I'm like, that's just, yeah. so I literally, sometimes I think, in an alternate business universe somewhere, I would love to do stuff like that just because I love the stuff. I love the deal. I love the stuff. I love finding the yeah. stuff. I, I flip mm-hmm. houses. And so that kind of feeds. Oh yeah, you get it. Yeah. That feeds a little bit of that deal itch. I'm not definitely not a hoarder, but there's a lot of times I'm like, man, it would be so fun. This thing, I know this thing's got value, but at some point I'm just like, okay, no, I can't clutter. That's got to go. Yeah. You know, it's, it's gotta, at least I try to sell it on Facebook marketplace or something or give it away on Facebook marketplace just so I don't see it go in the dumpster. I'm kind of like you. Yeah, in that respect. For sure. I'm just, I just don't want to see something that can bring value to somebody else go. I'm throwing it away. Right. That's just, uh, that doesn't seem right. But so okay. anyway, so you were, so then you kind of went from doing the thing to coaching moms so that they could stay at home. Is that accurate? Okay. Yeah. There was like a little bit in between there of like, I was like, okay, this would be really cool if I could make my own products. And so Uh I I went down the whole Amazon FBA direction and I, and I did my own thrift and resell just to like, I I don't know. I think I I got bored easy. And so I was like, I want to, an entrepreneur who's bored and wants to do other stuff than the stuff that makes them money. This sounds crazy to me. This is the first time I'm ever hearing this, Jamie. This is all new. Right. (laughs) I know, but yes, then, then I started, I started the coaching side from there for sure. Nice. And so typically what type of, uh, who are you working with? Who do you coach? 
what what's kind of the yeah. a type of person that you would coach what what are who who are they and then what would they be what would you, would you be coaching them through yeah that's changed a lot okay. to be honest it's just shifted so dramatically like since i since i started uh, at this point it's really authors speakers coaches that i do uh-huh. work with and there yeah. are people who are like hey i'm tired of being the best kept secret like i'm oh, done right. with that like i want i want more credibility i want to be able to like leave my legacy in this world but i'm not sure how that looks and like mm-hmm. a lot of times people are showing up as you've seen and they're like they're doing the things they're filming the podcast creating the mm-hmm. content they're trying to break through online mm-hmm. but they like don't have the systems on the back end to actually impact people's lives and enroll them into their type of programs right and so like Yes, it starts with a podcast. That's the way to generate generate leads and and help people and boost your impact. But then, more importantly, is having that system on the back end that's actually going to, you know, help your business grow and help you, you know, continue impacting lives in a greater scale for sure. Mm-hmm. And when you say back end stuff, give us give me some examples yeah. of what you mean by back end stuff. Yeah, like like the things that are a little bit harder to put together, right? So. I like to think of it as like baking, right? You want to do it with as minimal amount of ingredients and you Mm -hmm. need the right ingredients, right time, right temperature, baked for the right time, or else it's going to fall flat. And and this is like, I did an interview yesterday. I'm like, this is really funny coming from me because I literally ruined box brownies like three days ago. (laughs) So embarrassing, (laughs) but it's kind of like that. And so like, right, it comes down to like the messaging that you have, the positioning, like positioning yourself as Mm -hmm. the authority, but also being able to deliver a message that people can truly understand mm-hmm. because a lot of times online, it goes back to being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard for people to put themselves in a box, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. say, Oh, niche, I do mean, this. Kind of like niche yeah. Down. Yeah. Yeah. I found people that, yeah. really struggle with mm-hmm. that or they get too lost. Like, Hey, I want to, I want to be known. So they try YouTube and podcast and Instagram and LinkedIn and they're doing all the things and they're just putting right. themselves like way too thin. Right. right. And so, it's really important to have that focus down the straight line and build out a true process so that your business is operating like a machine mm-hmm. where you have more free time. So that that's really my focus is like developing the machine side of things. Oh, nice. And so are you teaching certain strategies around that, that you're focusing on? Like you, you talked about all these platforms or there's some platforms yeah. that you kind of dial in on and you're like, Hey, this is best if you're this age or you're, this is the age of your demo or, or is it kind of, is it not one size fits all? I mean, I, I'm just curious how you do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely a podcast, right? So like mm-hmm. what we're doing right now, yep, like being able to, to, to leverage these platforms, uh, mm-hmm. but then having a simple funnel. So a lead generation funnel mm-hmm. with follow-ups, which is mm-hmm. the most important part, right? And then yeah. having uh, a call booking funnel, but most mm-hmm. importantly, I, I get it. I get this all the time. People are like, oh, I created a funnel. I ran ads to it and it was crickets. Mm-hmm. Nobody signed up. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it scares me. It scares me so much. Cause it's like, you weren't ready, but people try to move too fast. Right. Uh, so it's like getting the system working for organic and then mm. being able to add additional traffic to that strategy when you're ready to scale up. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I guess to, to make that simple, like, yeah, a place to have the top of the funnel, which is like traffic. Right. Mm-hmm. And then having it go into a system, like a lead gen funnel, a call booking funnel, and then understanding your offer and mm-hmm. understanding sales enough to be able to actually enroll people into your program where you can change their life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that that's really what that looks like in a very simple format. Oh, nice. And so can you, yeah. um, I always love hearing real world examples. It just helps me process, you know? Uh, yeah. And so can you give me a, an example or two of, of somebody that you've worked with kind of where, where, what were they struggling with? And then what did you coach them on? And then what was kind of, was the outcome of that? 
Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I can think of one one person specifically right now, and I guess I won't really name names since yeah, of course. Like, no, I we're live that. right yeah, now. Yeah. We're live, right. but uh, let me let me call him up right now. We'll get him on the show. Let's 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 get him on the in. show. Yeah, exactly. Right. I know. I want to actually start doing that on my podcast more. Yes, like bringing them out and interviewing yeah, them. Exactly. That's. Yeah. I'm going to start doing some more of that as well. I just think that's so cool, right? I mean, because then you're yeah. talking to people that have had their lives impacted by the thing you do. I'm like, that's so cool. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I would say, uh, I wish I could just play her testimonial video right now, but mm-hmm. she, she just felt like, like she didn't have a business at mm-hmm. all. She was like, what was I'm her, doing what things. Was, what was her niche? Kind of what was, what was the space she it, was in? Oh, that has shifted a lot too. I believe it was like confidence coaching or something. Oh, and, okay. and she actually ended up transitioning to a business coach because she realized that she had so many so many so much knowledge and expertise from previous positions because she was uh-huh. in like corporate for decades right right and she realized she helped people make millions of dollars in mm-hmm. their business mm-hmm. and she's like i should be teaching this what am i doing like doing this other thing uh right. and so like with her you know we've got a solid business foundation so first off she has clarity she now has like funnels and systems working for her she has a top 10 percent podcast globally and she mm-hmm. spoke on the stage at one of uh the uk's largest business shows that exists this year and that was something that was really important to her is to like mm-hmm. start speaking more mm-hmm. so those are just a few of her results and then she had her first ten thousand dollar month as well which that was her goal so oh, nice yeah. yeah very very yeah, nice it's a lot of fun cool and so so that's what you help people do, uh, coaches, course creators, people kind of in the education space, the content yep. education space like that. And then currently though, you're in, and I asked you this before the show, but I was like, cause I did actually have a podcast where a guest, um, Amy Morin was in a sailboat in Florida. She lives on the sailboat nice. in Florida. And so we did the podcast and she's on the sailboat. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. We're doing a podcast, but you're actually in an RV. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Are, but this isn't just a vacation for you. No, no, it's not. Yeah, for a lot of years, seven years now, my fiance and I have been traveling around. Oh gosh, we've lived in over a dozen places. Mm-hmm. And Maui being one of the longest, we were there for two years. And and mm-hmm. why I'm saying this is like we know how it feels to like pack up everything you own into two suitcases, sell uh-huh. everything else, or just ditch everything else, and then like move around in your car where like stuff's falling out as you're driving <laughs> down the road, kind of thing. Like and, we and, did and it this crazy. wasn't because I was gonna say this wasn't because you were a drug dealer, right? This wasn't because you were no. the drug dealer. No, 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 no. The, was, I mean, you didn't cool. have like the GM goons, uh, General Motors goons out chasing you because you were like in the parts mafia, like, right? You were like, <laughs> we were like putting the, in our car. Yeah, you're the, the part czar or something. But the, um, oh my God. so, so, so why on earth did you decide that you wanted just to be vagabonds? Is it vagabond? Yeah, Is that the right? Yeah so, yeah. so seven years ago, you just, uh, so let's start there. Let's just back up. We're yeah, telling the end of yeah. the story. Let's tell the beginning of the story. So seven years ago, you and your fiance just decided what? What was the decision? Yeah, we really started traveling together. We didn't Mm -hmm. really travel much solo before that. And so when we started, it was like, oh, game on. This is so Mm -hmm. much fun. So we Mm -hmm. really loved it. And he was going to school to be an OT. Uh And so he was able to do his rotations for school and choose where he wanted to go. And so that's where, that's where it started with us actually physically moving Mm -hmm. all of our stuff. But yeah, it, it was crazy. It started to get really crazy. Like we had our driver's license from Hawaii. We had our car plates from Arizona. We like every, it looked so sketchy. I can't (laughs) lie. Insurance said we lived in Florida, but we, we I love it. It was weird. Yeah. So, so it was a lot of traveling and moving around, which we absolutely loved, but then it, I always thought like, if we could just, 
take our home with us because it, it is no fun to like unload and reload and, and just just yeah. do that that dance it it honestly made the whole thing like not as fun for us right. and so the thing with the rv had it had, it's been a dream of mine for many years to be honest like we were going to move into a van and like convert one on our own like seven years ago and mm -hmm. we didn't do it because we just you know kept living that other life and and now it became i've been writing this down for seven years why do I keep writing this down when I want to do it so badly? Right. And so on, on December 1st, we thought our rent was going to be, because we were renting because we, we didn't mm -hmm. stay anywhere long enough to like right, buy a to place. Buy, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah. were like, if we're going to be gonna here like somewhere a year. For like, yeah. Six months or yeah. a year. You probably don't want to buy. Yeah. That's probably not the best decision. Yeah. It, yeah. So I was like, okay, our lease is going to be up January like 16th. Mm -hmm. We've got until then to like make a plan. Well, I check my lease December 1st and it's like, no, you've got to be out by December 31st or you've got to renew and stay right. another couple months. Right? right. And I was like, yeah, we're not going to do that. We're going to give ourselves 30 days. We're going to build the dream life and the dream business. And we're going to make this stuff happen that we've been writing down. And so that was really what hit the gas on this whole thing. And, and, and I'm going to stop us there. I'm just going to stop yeah, us yeah, there yeah. because, you know. And you know, you're a podcaster, you have a podcast, and certainly we need to talk about, you know, your podcast and how people find you. There's always these unexpected gems that come out of a podcast for me anyway, right? There's these unexpected yeah. things that I'm just like, so, so there's, I'm sure millions of people who think that they want to do something similar, but they just don't have the courage, the knowledge, the education, maybe the energy, maybe they're too set into their ways. So I just think it's so cool. I, I, I'm liking this story because it's just so cool that you just kind of decided that this was going to be a lifestyle. And, and to your point, yeah. you're using the word, your dream lifestyle. So this doesn't have to be everybody's, this isn't everybody's dream, but I think it can be everybody's inspiration for what are we doing in our own lives to live our dream life? This happens to be yours, which is very entertaining yeah. because it's different than the different than my life or the probably most of the listeners life. We probably have a house. Most of us probably own our home or rent something that we've rented for a long time, right? We have a, the same cars. And the, I mean, we have the kind of, we're in our bubbles. And I think in, in, in the world that we're living in, Never has there been a better time to say, maybe I should pop my bubble and redream yeah. my life, right? Um, and mm -hmm. so you've, you've done that. So it's very inspiring to me to hear your story. That's why I wanted to kind of pause and take a time out and just yeah. say, you know, if you're listening, you're like, hey, I thought this was about business or business coaching. Mm -hmm. It is, but it's also about inspiration and it's also about the yeah. what can happen. So hopefully as we listen to the rest of your story, we can take in that inspiration of, is there something in my life, in my business, in my personal life that maybe I am sitting on, you know, I'm living in my, uh, you know, house, so to speak, in my proverbial house, that I need to redream what life I want. So I'd love to hear the rest of this. So, so basically, mm -hmm. yeah. you're having to leave your place. And so then what happens? This RV yeah. idea is born. <laughs> well, so I had the idea for many years, I really uh -huh. did. And I think that's why we were able to move so quickly, mm -hmm. was because I was like, Oh, we know exactly what we want. Like, We've been writing the same thing down for seven years. So we know what we're doing. Right. Um, but to be honest, like the house for me, this, this was one of the longest places we stayed. We were in Colorado Springs uh -huh. and yeah. coming from Maui, that was very difficult for me. Very difficult. And it's something that I didn't really share that much of when uh -huh. I was in it, but right. it was hard. It felt like right. the house was the golden handcuffs, to be honest. Yeah, like, right. I was like, like I'm free. Clipped. Yeah. Yeah, I'm free, but I'm not free. And right. so the idea of like having a baby, getting a house, having Steven a normal job, 
I was dying. Freaked out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, All right. Sure. Interesting. I'm like, Interesting. I'm like, wow, I can't do this. And so when uh, he's like, should we buy a house? Should we do all this? Thing? I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope. We should not. Uh, yeah. So, so then, it, yeah, then it became like, no, we've got to make this happen. We've got to make this reality. And the cool thing is the business, bringing this back to business and entrepreneurship uh -huh. is why we're able to do this because right. now Steve's on my team and yep. now we're able to travel and we can live wherever and run this business. Right. So it's mm -hmm. all full circle in the work that I've been doing for years. Right. Um, yeah. but yeah, here we are. And okay, it is so a challenge. So, I must say. Okay. So you bought the RV. Yeah. Cause I yeah. love, I love this stuff. So you bought the RV. Uh, did you buy it in Colorado Springs or did you have to go somewhere we else? We did. We okay. So you bought it in Colorado Springs. Springs. Where are you, as we speak to you today, where are yeah. you, where's your RV today? Yeah. So we're in Prescott, Arizona. We came oh, here yeah. to find, find some, uh, a warmth and it's snowing outside. So we didn't do a good job there, but in the morning, <laughs> we're going to go back to Sedona. So we, we get to move right. our home again. And I have to say, well, I, I would love to touch on the challenges because yes, I think I, it I relates there to, too. yes, I want to get to there business. too. Yeah. And then, oh. uh, but I also want to say like, it was the coolest thing when we got here last Saturday, cause we're here for a week mm -hmm. and having traveled, it was just an hour this time, having mm -hmm. traveled an hour, moving our home, being in a completely new location, and then having my two-year-old and my dog walk into our home and my dog go to his food and water dish, like nothing changed. My son right. go up and know exactly where his favorite toys were and rush up to his room. It right. was like, this is what we're doing this for. This is a consistency element that was missing right. for so many years. So that was like, that was just really cool. So wanted to, yeah. wanted well, to, to share give, that. To, to, to give that. Yeah. yeah because I think, and, and, uh, you know, as a, as a fellow parent, um, you know, I was just literally talking to a friend of mine at lunch before this podcast about how, you know, how do you balance that consistency of home with kind of the adventure of the outside world. Right. And, and so, you know, it's like, for me, it wouldn't be healthy to take my kids and just like be traveling every week and going to a different thing. I mean, it wouldn't, right. But yeah. you, you've actually figured out a way to kind of balance that yeah, all of his stuff. He doesn't have that feeling of it's not home because it is home, but it's the yeah. same bed every night. It's the same, you know, it's the same. So even though the low, even though the windows, the view out the window changes, the home itself is what's moving through life. So I think that's very, you know, it, it just, yeah, it, it still provides stability, I guess. So the challenges, let's 100%. talk about the, because you've only been doing this a couple of months as we speak, right? Because you were saying December of this last year, right? Yeah, it's it's been like a month and a half at okay. this point. And and yeah, I would love to like connect this uh into business yeah, of course, uh, as well. Yeah, I feel like like what I see happen and and for myself too, it's like we think it's gonna look a certain way and like maybe we start taking action and and we're and we're living it, right? right. Which mm -hmm. I, I think there's been a really strong element of stopping and mm -hmm. being like, wow, we're in it. Like this is what we wanted for so long. This is absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. Right. There mm -hmm. is I, I keep having to like pinch myself. So right. I'm like, we just moved our home. This is the coolest thing I've ever done. <laughs> like, that's so cool. Right. Uh, but then the other element is like, not last night, but the two nights before that, our hose and our entire water system froze. Okay? Uh, yikes. Yikes. So Steve's spending the first four hours of two mornings this week trying to fix it. Right. Or, you know, we cut, we were staying at a place where the fuse box would just blow all the time. Our electric mm -hmm. just wouldn't work. Okay. Mm -hmm. So many things like right. keep going on. Our slide broke. Uh, just like so <laughs> oh, many no. things happening right. Right. again and again and again. But then it's the fact that you address it 
-hmm. you deal with it and you keep moving forward and you just don't let it affect, affect your mindset or have you question why you're doing it. You keep reminding yourself of why you do. And that's such, it's the same thing as, as you know, as entrepreneurship, it's Mm -hmm. like, you just keep going. Right. And it's going to be, it's going to be fine. Yeah. You got to hold the outcome. You got to, on the days where you don't want to do the thing, you got to hold the, you got to remind yourself why you're doing it and the outcome. And to your point, the things that allows you to do, right. It's like, I mean, my, my wife turned to me a couple of months ago and she's like, well, you could just go get a job. And I was like, no, no, no. It didn't even, it wasn't even offensive to me. I was just like, no, actually I can't. That's, that's just not, I I can't because one, I couldn't earn enough. Nobody would pay me enough to pay the bills that we have. Right. Mm. So that's not going to happen. Right. And two, I can make a heck of a lot more if I just focus down on whatever I want to focus down on. I had just been, you know, uh, I had been going through a long period of of just unknown and unrest and the whole shift that's happened in the world to a lot of us, I think. Yeah. I'm sure most of your clients are going or have gone through that or are going through that, right? This whole, who do I want to be and what do I want to do and how do I want to impact others in the world, right? How do I want to serve God? How do I want to serve my community? How do I want to serve life, right? And so, yeah. so I had just gone through that for a while. So she thought I was just like going to do that forever, I think. And she was like, well, you could, and I'm mm-hmm. like, no, no, that's not the way entrepreneurs work. If, if Yeah, that's not, I mean, and and if that's what you have to do as an entrepreneur to to take care of your you know, your family and your life for a period of time, I certainly uh, uh, honor that. But as an entrepreneur, as you know, you you just can't take the entrepreneur out of a person. There's just once, and I think most of us are probably so are, right, have it born somehow in our DNA, even though I didn't get it from my family line. You know, yeah. it's kind of in us. And then we can kind of try to like, you know, we can try to code it for a while, but it's like trying to lie about who we are. At some point, it's just like, nope, I'm this rebel. I have to do the, you know, even if it, even if I could make more money going to do this other thing, I just couldn't because it's not my thing. Right. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. There's a strong element of like, why would I do that for them when I could just do it for myself? <laughs> right, How, right. However, there are like, honestly, there are some people that I speak to and it's like, if you've got to be a specific type of breed, I think for it to work mm-hmm. true. Right. Like the entrepreneurs, like they are the 1% crazy, but if, if you're not the 1%, <laughs> I think sooner or later they do realize like, this is not for me. And that's, right. and that's like, no, no discredit. like anybody listening to this. It's like, try, try, keep going. But right. then at what point, like sometimes what I see is like people become self-employed as entrepreneurs and they don't have the lifestyle. And it's like, at right. that point, why aren't you just working for someone else? If you're trying to be everything inside of your business. Right. right? And so I think if too. it's not, yeah, I think if it's not like looking at where you're going, like, mm-hmm. okay, th- these are the things, this is the team and you're, and you're actively making moves toward that. Then it's like, okay, Mm-hmm. Go help someone else's business grow. So you can put on one hat and and then like live your life outside of right. work, right? Yeah, yeah. You've seen I'm sure you've seen that too. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, they built themselves a job. A yeah, theory. oh totally. And they're their and own th- boss. Yeah. And, and I think like, that's what? that's something that I'm gonna lean into a lot more on the podcast and a lot more as probably in maybe third, fourth quarter of this year providing some type of education or coaching around, which is, you know, for most small business owners, yeah, they've just traded one job for another. And and to your point, the amount of stress that they've traded for that isn't equal to the pay, right? It was like, okay, I was making, you know, 125, 150 over here doing the thing. And now maybe they're making 125, 150 top line, but now they have more expense and they have more stress because there's, you know, probably revenue cycle issues or there's, you know, there's the stuff, there's payroll, there's employee, you're everything, especially when you're a small business owner. And so, yeah, it's like, 
how do you not, and obviously you've done a good job of scaling your business, or I don't know if you call it scaling, what do you call what you've done with your business? Yeah. Yeah. I would say scaling. I actually okay. was asked this yesterday and I called it like scaling up and scaling down. So maybe uh -huh. I'll just roll with that. It was yeah. like scaling up the business because mm. I do have like big goals there for sure. Yeah. Uh, biggest big means something different to everybody, but like, right. like limitless. Right. Right. And I know that's where we're going, but then scaling down the amount of, of time, energy, and effort that I spend in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, and really focusing on more of the other things, right? Yep. So, and I guess more specifically, what that looks like is like me staying in my zone of impact, doing what I love, being the leading voice, but mm -hmm. then having my team doing doing everything else, basically, because they deserve to do their zone of impact right. as well as me do mine, right? So it's like I'm not going to go try to try to do all the things anymore. In fact, that's the biggest distraction that it, I, it, that I could it, do. Exactly. And, and I think, you know, from talking to entrepreneurial coaches and entrepreneurs themselves, I think the biggest misnomer or misunderstanding, the biggest lie that entrepreneurs tell themselves, because it's part of the culture of being an entrepreneur is that I have to do it myself and I have to figure it out myself. Yes. And, and versus I think the, the entrepreneur of, of today and hopefully going forward and entrepreneurs that have been successful throughout history that have been highly successful have figured out, I am the best entrepreneur. I'm the best leader. When I pull out the best, encourage the best and nurture the best in the people around me, you know, that, that isn't my skill set, right? If I'm a great leader, if, if a person on my team that I could not do what they do, and then I foster their confidence and foster their growth. And all of a sudden they're just killing it, you know, because they've, they've gotten the right support. So I always look at it as a lead, a good leader is really 100%. somebody who supports their team, not somebody who directs their team right now, a manager, 100%. you can be a manager and direct your team. And, and we need good managers too, but to be an, to be an owner, a visionary, a leader, you have to inspire and you have to support as what my, what 100%. I believe. Yeah. 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 And I have like a really specific example to this uh -huh. that might help those listening. Uh, so like I had a member on my team, she actually just was with me. She's been with me for a year as of yesterday. And so she was doing one very specific role in the business. And that was just, that was what she did. And she got mm -hmm. really, really good at it. But then it got to a point where I was like, Hey, I want to hire for this other position, but like, I'm curious, mm -hmm. tell me more of what you love to do. Just, right. just yep. let me know, because maybe there's a space for you. I love copywriting. I love mm -hmm. communicating and connecting with people. And I was like, okay, ding, ding, ding on the copyright part. That's amazing. So mm -hmm. now she's able to fill this incredibly big gap that I had that I was doing that I didn't enjoy mm -hmm. as much. And so then she came in and now she's just crushing this mm -hmm. other part that I was, I was quite frankly failing at because mm -hmm. it's just not my jam. I like to speak. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so she came in now she's crushing it and she's doing so much more in the business just because I just was like, Hey, what do you like to do? And what, what, what on this list could you do in love? Right. And she found the things and she's doing it. So that's just a, yeah. An example of just allowing people to step into what they love too. Totally. 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 Yeah. Totally. So what's, what's, what's next for Jamie and the Jamie family and the Jamie crew where, where what's next on the list where what either project wise, or even since you're uh, since you have your own home that moves with you, you're kind of like you're you're kind of like a tortoise. You have your own shell, and wherever you I go, know. that is home. So yeah. <laughs> that should be your yeah. spirit, your spirit animal. Maybe you should get that tattooed on your arm or something. The tortoise is right. your spirit animal. They're very wise. They live a long time. They're true. typically healthy. The, very true. Yeah. <laughs> so so kind of what's question? What's next on, uh, in your path and your in on your journey? Yeah, on the life side, we're going to yeah. travel the the whole West Coast, going to like all the national mm -hmm. parks that we like feel called to 
to visit. Mm -hmm. We don't have anything planned. We don't know where we're staying two weeks from now. Right. So uh, yeah, I probably should book out a little further than that, but that's something we're, we're going to work on, but yeah, so we don't know where we're staying two weeks from now, but Mm -hmm. it'll be an adventure, which I'm excited for. So yeah, we'll travel up. The original plan was to go through Alaska, not Uh going to do that anymore because it's way too cold. So we'll spend the winters over on Maui. And then we'll, when we're ready we got some island fever. We'll just come back and, and do this life to travel. Mm-hmm. So that's like the life side. So I'm really focused on like presence and, and, you know, bringing the lifestyle element. We like to hike and all, all that. So we're going to be incorporating yeah, totally. more of that into like the Mondays, taking the Monday off. Cause we want to. And then on the business side, I've been calling it like the leaky bucket. Mm. Okay. So any holes that are mm. in my bucket right now, mm-hmm. I'm patching them up mm-hmm. and this is actually, this should help all the, all the business owners listening. What I feel happens is if, if you're hung up on the, on the things that are lacking clarity, for example, like we talked about before, your offer, your messaging, mm-hmm. maybe something's not working. Maybe you're changing your Instagram bio all the time. It's like those things are going to keep you where you're at. Mm-hmm. Once you have ultimate clarity and you're building something and it's working and it's gaining traction, then you can go in. It's it's like so cool, like the process of like scaling up. Then mm-hmm. you're able to go in and say like, okay, this one email, like, is this causing right. people to actually work? And, and I, I shifted, like, for example, I shifted one thing in my email sequence mm-hmm. and it went from, I was getting a bunch of no-shows. I switched CRMs. I'm like, what is happening? It's like mm-hmm. six no-shows in like two days. What, mm-hmm. What's going on? made one small change. Now everybody responds and I've never had anybody miss appointments since then. It's like little things like that, that I've implemented that are changing the game for us. So we're now able to, to fill those holes. So that's really my focus this year uh, is just filling the holes so we can scale up. Very cool. Well, how do people, are you, are you posting stuff about your adventures? Are you, are you on your Instagram or something? I know you have an, you're active on Instagram. Is that kind of where you're posting your lifestyle stuff is kind of out there on Instagram? Yeah, I I started a new Instagram like gosh, it's been maybe a year a year now. Oh. So yeah, I'm over on Instagram and then I've got a LinkedIn as well. And 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 for those who are listening in and and don't aren't watching it by video, you know your name is Jamie J A M I E and your last name is Coleman and I'm pronouncing okay. that correctly, right? Yep. Coleman. Yep. Yeah. K U L L M A N and and that's also your you know your .com. Yeah, I'm sure they can look you up on Instagram. You also have a podcast. Where what's the name of your podcast? Yeah, aligned with purpose in yeah, life and it. leadership. Yeah, I love it, love it. And you're cranking out podcasts weekly, I'm assuming. Yeah, twice a week. Twice a week, twice nice. A week. Yeah, we yeah. kind of moved to that format as well. We found it's kind of cool to do it twice a week. Yeah. So, so yeah, very cool. Any, any, any other things? The question I've been using on a lot of the the podcasts lately: if you had one message to impart to the other eight billion spirits that are roaming the earth right now, one message that would go into everybody's inbox on their cell phone or a video of some kind that where you had a couple minutes to just impart one message of wisdom that mm. you think would impact their lives. And that would be the ripple that if, if you could have the one ripple that would ripple th- throughout humanity, what would that message be? I love this question. I would say if there's a part of you that is being called towards something. So what that would look like is like, you keep thinking of it, you keep writing down, you keep wishing that you had it or something just doesn't feel right. What are you waiting for? Like, seriously, what are you waiting for? Because you can put excuses in front of it. You can say, what if I can't, why it's not possible. We can, we can say those things all day long, but at the end of the day, it is possible. Because if you're able to think it, 
right? And I forget who did this quote, but if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. So if it keeps coming to you and you're feeling called to be and do or have something more, then you are, I believe, put here on this earth to go follow it and figure out what that is. Perfect. And that's your ripple. We'll send that out in the universe <laughs> to all, all the listeners and those beyond. So we'll send out that good vibe. Thank you so much. That was very, uh, very impactful and very insightful. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I totally agree. If there's something that's been on your heart and in your mind, probably time to take some action because if not now, when, and if not you, who, right? There's, exactly. you know, we're, we're put here to play our role. And if we don't play it, usually we start feeling some type of discomfort or suffering if we're not playing our role fully. So hundred percent. Go do yeah. It. Don't numb it. Don't numb yes. it. Go do it. I love it. Don't, don't numb it. Go do it. Well, certainly you're always welcome to bring your RV and park it in front of our house in Kansas. Um, we there we go. Love, we would love if you're, you know, Kansas is a little cold right now, but it's been a mild winter. So if you come, if you're headed cross country in the spring, hit me up and you could Thank park you. your RV here in Kansas uh, for however long you want. We'll hook you up to water and electric and heck yeah, all the, all the amenities. We'll give you all the amenities. Ah, um, that sounds amazing. Yeah. We'd be happy to have you. So if oh, you find thank your, you. And, and then if you, um, you know, once you come on the show, I say once on the show, all you're always a friend of the show. So if there's anything you'd like to come back on and talk about promote, if you've got something new you're coming out with, or just something you want to chat about, just let us know. We'd love to have you back on. Thank you. I really appreciate that. It means the world. Yes. Well, enjoy wow. your travels. Bless, bless you Thank and your you. dog and your two-year-old and your husband on your, on your travels. And I, it sure. sounds like it's already an adventure and, and sounds like it's just going to come continually be an adventure. So, Absolutely. and I see that, and I see that you thrive energetically in that space. So good for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was so much fun today. Appreciate yeah. you. All right. Safe travels. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Uh, bye. Thank you for being a part of the Bright Vibe podcast. For more information, go to brightvibe.com. That's B-R-I-T-E, vibe, V-I-B-E.com. Thank you for listening.